Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is Season three of the Family Business Podcast, starting off 2023 with a huge, exciting, just absolutely euphoric feeling for what is going to be taking place in 2023. Man, oh man, you know, sat down with Susan, my son Justin, and we we did our goals on New Year's Eve, as we do every year, and uh, filling it out, looking what we did on 2022 and where we stand today and where we're going in 2023, and this just this overwhelming feeling of optimism and excitement for what is coming in the in the new year. And you know what? I want to hear from you. I want to hear what your goals are, what you've resolved yourself to for 2023. Hit us up on social, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or you can hit us up on the Family Business website, which is the familybusiness.info. And also, most of you, if not all of you, have my uh, texting service. So you can just look in the show notes and see my texting service and send me a direct message, which would be awesome. But I want to hear from you. What's new? What's exciting? What questions do you have going into 2023? What are some of the topics you want to learn about? We've got so much excitement around what we're doing right now. And today, I'm going to hit a subject that I've hit before, but I'm going to go into a little bit more detail and maybe get you super excited about what you can do with funding your own indexed universal life insurance policy. Uh, I, I know that you know when I first say that, I, people kind of say, oh man, not life insurance. I, I, I don't know what that is, or I don't know how it works, or I've heard things about it, and I, I'm not really sure. Let me tell you something. When I'm done with today's episode, if you're not as excited as me, about how you can build a tax-free supplemental retirement account for yourself that can fund really every aspect of your life from college to cars to to homes to uh, businesses, anything that you want you can think of. This is a very, very powerful financial instrument. Now, I believe because of my background that it's easy to see the advantages that a cash value permanent life insurance policy provides, which includes things like sheltering it from stock market losses, becoming a tax-free retirement income to you, having that death benefit protection for your family, for your heirs. But when it comes to funding these policies, I think most people worry about where they can get the money. So on today's episode, I'm going to describe what I think are the three easiest ways to build an IUL, Index Universal Life, into your portfolio and diversify yourself so you have this extra fund that you can utilize for all those things that I mentioned. Now, going back to when I was training agents years ago, uh, when they were building their agencies and I was running a large um, managing general agency, I was helping agents to find funds to help their clients obtain cash value permanent life insurance. And one of the things that all agents 
came back to me, and I've experienced this in my own personal clients as well, is they that clients come back and say, it all sounds good, but I just don't have the money. I don't know where I'm going to get it. I don't have the savings. Help me find the money is basically what we heard. So my suggestion is, is that we use a fact finder. I use something called Asset Map, which is on my website, which is a powerful, powerful tool. All of you that are listening to this, you're welcome to go on, create your own free asset map account right from the familybusiness.info. And then just hit the drop down menu and slide down to your financial map, click on it, set up an account, and you will be very, very excited how we can put everything on one page. And it looks really cool. And when you have it, it's like, oh my gosh, this is my financial picture all in one place. So I just wanted to mention that because I think it's important that in 2023, you get clarity on exactly where you stand financially, which will help you get to the next level, which is where you want to go. So here are the three main ways that I found you can allocate the funds necessary to fund a powerful IUL for yourself. First thing I want to talk about is paying down your debts. And uh, for those of you that are homeowners, this will be especially important for you to pay attention to because if you have a home and you're trying to pay it off early, perhaps you have a 15-year mortgage versus a 30-year mortgage, or you're making extra payments, one option that can work for you is to stretch out your period to 30 years. It's lower interest typically, um, and you can use those funds, those additional funds, to pay off some of the debts that you have that are consumer debts. And the reason that there, we've talked about this on the podcast before, that there are such things as good debts and bad debts. And one of the good debts would be um, a mortgage because typically you can write off the interest on your taxes and it also gives you some power in terms of paying off some consumer debt. So if you do have equity in your home and you are trying to pay it down faster, we can delay that process temporarily and use that money to pay off some higher interest credit cards or auto loans or any of the personal loans that you may have. And by paying those debts down, you're freeing up the funds to supplement your retirement with an IUL. Now there's gonna be some newfound money. Obviously we're not gonna go spend that on other things. We're gonna use it to build your portfolio. So it's going to go to work for you. We're gonna make money work for you in 2023. That's the goal. So this is going to be one step as we start paying down those consumer debts, assuming that you do have credit card debt, that you do have automobile debt, that you do have personal loans, that you have any of those things that are, that are actually consumer debts, which are not helping you at all, these are what we call the bad debts, we can pay those down and that will free up cash flow for you, which is what we need to fund this plan. Now, the mortgage interest from your home, and perhaps it's not crazy to stretch out those mortgage payments over a period of time temporarily while we're setting up this plan, oftentimes those mortgage payments are your biggest tax break. So stretching that out and utilizing those funds and paying off the home, not quite as quickly, but paying it down and purchasing an IUL to supplement your retirement which also covers your death benefit needs, that can be a really good strategy. So the first way is to pay down debts and free up the funds to purchase that IUL or to get that IUL started. So the next thing we're gonna talk about is your retirement savings that you have at work. Assuming you're employed and your employer offers a retirement plan, whether it be a 401k, 
a 403B, a 457 plan, whatever it is, whatever plan it is that is offered by your employer, we want to talk about that for a minute. I know that a lot of companies these days offer you the opportunity to put money into a plan. Let's just use 401k as a generic plan, um, but there's many different versions of this. That you're putting money into your 401k and you're paying in an, a certain amount that allows the company to match what you're putting in. So basically, maybe it's uh, you know 3% or 5% or 6%, whatever the company offers. A percentage of what you put in, they will match and put the same amount of money in for you, incentivizing you to put money into your plan. I love that. That is a great plan. These plans are tax deferred. They're tax free. Um, they do have some risk, so there is some stock market volatility that's involved in them. Um, but the good news is that these companies offer to pay a match. And like I said, you know, anywhere from three to five percent usually is what they'll typically offer. And my philosophy has always been if they're offering a match, take it. It's free money. You may as well put in at least the amount that they're offering up to. But paying above that amount into a tax deferred account that does not have a tax free element to it down the road, it may be wiser to put those funds into an IUL. There's, as I said, stock market volatility that you have in the 401k or whatever type of retirement plan it is typically. If you have the time to sustain the inevitable stock market losses, so if you're a younger person and you have the time to recover before your own retirement, then it's usually not such a bad idea. However, if you're more seasoned, let me put it nicely, if you're a little older, and the stock market happens to go down and you're getting closer to the time that you want to start taking money out of your account, you might not have that market recovery time to build that back up. So looking at your 401k, um, does it have the ability to make those recoveries? And should you be putting in every, you know, like people come to me, can I put 10% or 15 or 20% into my 401k? The answer is yes, you can. But do you want to have all that money in a tax deferred bucket as opposed to something that can actually become tax free for you? So let's, you know, that's kind of like the difference between, uh, you know, tr traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. Roth IRA, you're putting in after-tax after money in, but you're taking out money tax-free down the road. And if you have the time horizon to build that up, it can be a very, very powerful tool. Put you in what I like to refer to as the 0% tax bracket, which doesn't get any better than that. And because we know, and most experts predict, that taxes are going to be higher, not lower in the future, it makes sense if you follow these you know, trends that have been going on for many, many years. Historically, we are at an all-time low for taxes, so it may be very, very likely that taxes are going to be substantially higher in the future, and it makes sense to start to protect yourself against that now. Why do you want to have that misnomer of how much your tax is going to be when I go to get my money out of my 401k. I told this story once before, but I had a client once tell me that they had a million dollars saved in their 401k for retirement. And I said, well, you know, when you're done paying taxes, that's probably closer to six hundred or $650,000. And the look that I got on this guy's face, he was like shocked 
like he just it somehow didn't understand that he was going to be taxed on all of that money because it had never been taxed before. So he had to rethink his whole strategy. And a lot of people I'm finding believe that all that money is going to be theirs when it's only a, a portion of that, depending what their tax bracket is and how, how their money is going to be taxed when they take it out. We just don't know. Now, let's move on to the third way that we can fund an IUL. So first, we've got paying down debt. Second, we've got using some of the money that you're currently saving towards your retirement with your employer towards this IUL. And the third place is looking at some of the accounts that you have right now that are taxable. This is the, the, uh, the savings that you have, you know, the, the stock portfolio that you have, the potentially any of the, the other accounts that are sitting in the bank, so to speak, that earns taxable interest. Those um, funds that you have right now, those may be a really good place to look to use to fund your IUL. I mean, you earn taxable interest, so there's interest on the tax that you earn the reinvested dividends, if they have dividends in the account that you're being taxed on, those are taxed as well. And then you're taxed on the distributions. So it could be capital gains tax, it could be tax on your income as well, depending on how the situation plays out when it comes time to start taking that money. These taxable accounts, to me, are the least tax efficient vehicles. So you want to have some diversification there. So instead of putting all your eggs in one taxable account bracket, why not have some of those funds in a tax-free bracket? That's the strategy that I've always had. And I believe that an indexed universal life account can be a very powerful tool for that, as you know, from listening to me. I mean, I've set up these policies for my team. I've set up these policies for my clients, for my friends, for my family, I, including Susan and I have two of these policies. Justin and Chelsea each have a policy. So yes, I believe this is a good place to diversify your portfolio and have this tool working for you that has so many advantages. And I'm gonna give you some more of those advantages in just a second. But first, let me give you an example, um, my own example. I funded my own policy um, way back in 2003. I started putting money into an IUL and by 2015, a dozen years later, um, my deposits that I had put into that account in the index had doubled in value. So I had put in a certain amount of money, it doubled in value, I was sitting on this big chunk of cash, and I was able to utilize a very powerful loan provision. In this policy, it was called a zero wash loan, which in basic terms means I was able to borrow out 80% of the money that I had put into this policy from the cash value using that as collateral, borrowing the money from the general fund of the company. So I wasn't taking my own money out of the policy. I was just using it as collateral to borrow money from the company at 0% while my cash is still sitting in that policy and earning interest. And for example, last year, even with this loan that I have out on the policy, my net gain from the policy was 8.2%, which is super high especially in a year like last year. So I had um, you know, a really, really powerful tool. And, and, and uh, for uh, you know, full disclosure purposes, my year goes from August to August, okay? Because that's when I took out the policy and it's the policy anniversary that I'm talking about. So it wasn't a calendar year. But it allowed me to utilize a large chunk of that money 
I was able to pay off all the mortgages that I had in, in the houses that I owned. I was able to use that money to invest. I was able to use that money to build, um, to invest in my business, invest in some startups. So yeah, you can use that money for anything you want. It's completely up to you. And it gives you that ability to have flexibility. If I want to ever pay this loan back, I can, I don't have to. Simply the way this works is that because there is a death benefit, the company has that collateral that if I never pay the loan back to them and I died, they're going to take that amount of that loan from the death benefit before it gets passed on to my heirs. So I'm using that death benefit as the collateral to borrow this money, which honestly, I don't really have the intention, at least at this point, to pay that loan back because I'm not paying interest on it. And I have the leverage of still having a, a death benefit with the company even after that loan gets paid off if I am to um, die early before you know I, I get to the point where I stop working. So it makes me very comfortable that I'm in a very safe place uh, because it's life insurance. There are other benefits like, for example, the proceeds, uh, the cash value amount in the policy is not subject to being assessed in the financial aid formula. So for those of you that are going to be sending kids to college, that can truly help you with the college bill because you're not going to be showing this asset as one of those things that is going to be counted against you in the financial aid formula. Um, also, the money that is in this policy is not subject to a bankruptcy or even a lawsuit because of the special protections provided by life insurance. And of course, the death benefit gets passed on to your family um, or your heirs income tax free. And I think that tops it off. I think that all those benefits and as well as the living benefits, which I haven't even mentioned yet, which include critical, uh, excuse me, critical illness, chronic illness, terminal illness. These are riders that are on the policy, typically no cost riders that can supplement any long term care insurance policy that you might have. And you don't think those things are important until they happen. And, you know, if you if you look at people that, you know, in your life that have had these these issues, they can be devastating financially. So it's good to have that built into a plan um, just for safekeeping. So when people hear this and they do their own due diligence, typically they get very excited about building one of these plans into their portfolio. But the question always comes up, how do I fund it? So let's just go over just a quick review of the three ways that I mentioned to you. First of all, we have paying down your debts to free up funds, using your house to pay off debts and using that surplus of funds to build your IOL. We have 401k, your retirement plan at work. If you're paying above the match, it may be wiser to put some of these funds to work for you in a tax-free vehicle that grows tax-deferred and is taken out tax-free when you structure these properly, which we will do, and make sure that we can fund this properly instead of just growing money tax-deferred, you're growing money that is eventually going to be taken out tax-free. And then lastly, reallocating your taxable accounts where you are taxed in various ways that we discussed. So, you know, an IOL, I mean, the lock here for me is that, you you know, this the power of the indexing. And I think it's important you understand this. And, you know, sometimes when I say index universal life, people don't understand what the index part means. Let me explain it in just very basic terms so I think you'll understand why this is more powerful than a typical vehicle as far as the growth is concerned. There's a power in this indexing and many of these insurance companies allow you to index against 
Um, the S&P 500, for example, which is typically the most um, popular one, but there are a lot of other indexes. There is the Fidelity Index, there's the Dow Jones, there's the NASDAQ, there's many other proprietary indexes that are available in these programs. And there's there's about 30, 32 companies that I know of that offer these index universal life policies. And I get my finger on the pulse of all of them because of the software that I run and you know the different relationships that I have. So I have a few of them that have become my favorites, but I keep an eye on all of them just to see what they're offering. Um, the newer products have some higher bonus, higher multipliers, and higher fees, to be honest with you. So I, I always look at what are their asset fee charges. Because sometimes, because these um, indexes have um, a floor and they have a cap, what I mean by that is that you're able to earn based on the index that you pick, and you usually can reallocate annually in your index, and I'll, I'll help my clients with this, is once you have uh, start, started to see the growth take place, it only grows to a certain place, which is called the cap. Let's call it 9%. So if you have a 9% cap in your policy and the S&P 500 index goes up 14% one year, you're not getting 14, you're getting nine. On the same token, on a bad year, like we've had lately, um, if the S&P was to go down 5 or 10 or 15 or even 20%, you have a floor. And in this particular case, it's 0%. So you're going to earn somewhere between 0, which is why some people like to say 0 is your hero. You're going to earn between 0 and 9% in that particular year, depending on how the S&P 500 does, if that's the index that you happen to be in. So I like the fact that it limits your risk and gives you some upside potential. Are you gonna make the huge money if the S&P has a huge year and goes up 15 or 20%? No, but you're going to get enough money to fund the policy, make a profit, and it continues to sit there. And over time, I think that that is a much better way to manage a portfolio. This is what I like to call where your safe money stays because you're not going to lose as long as you continue to stay within those parameters. Lastly, I think the beauty of an IUL, once again, in, it's not an investment. I mean, many financial planners will tell you that it's not an investment, and I agree to some extent that you shouldn't look at this as an investment. It's just another vehicle. Investments, to me, are more um, risk and reward. You know, higher risk, higher reward, lower risk, lower reward, but you can lose and you can, you can gain big in some of those as well. Those are truly the, to the definition of what an investment is. And there's taxes, obviously. There's a tax liability. Here we have tax-free liquidity, which is very, very important. And you also have the, the floor and the cap, which makes it a very safe long-term instrument over a period of time. So again, IULs are very different from other financial vehicles. Um, you know, you have a lot of benefits as I've gone over in today's episode on how you can actually utilize these to your favor. Liquidity is important. Having market recovery is important so you have time. Having your gains every year on your anniversary locked in so you're never going to lose what you gained in the policy year to year. That's another very important point that I didn't make. Um, so yeah, it's just like where else can you put money that is going to give you all of those benefits and provide you with that liquidity that you need when you need it? So now it's just a question of figuring out a way to fund it. 
And as always, you know, you're more than welcome to text me to get more clarification on this. Use my, um, my, my free tool, the asset map, to figure out where you stand in your portfolio. I'm happy to look at that for you. I don't charge a fee to do this for any of the people that I'm working with. I do this just as a benefit to working with me. And you'll see that, you know, clearly, before you decide to make any moves, exactly where you stand. And I think if you know where you stand, you know where you're going, it makes a big difference. So until then, we will catch you in the next episode. I want you to stay healthy, have a, an amazing 2023. We have a lot of great things coming for you on our Family Business Podcast this year, and we look forward to the future as we move excitedly into 2023. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.